Well, it is a privilege to have our guest with us today. Uh, he's a local basketball guy, and that's really what we're going to talk about today. Zach Tinman, uh, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Thank Absolutely. Um, I, I'm excited to share your story because I think that it's very relatable. Um, what you've gone through um, over the past how many years? I mean, you can, yeah, all the way since eighth grade. Yeah, so back really. in eighth grade, you. Uh, obviously have a passion for basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll let you share just a little bit about your background, but but you you struggled because you have one thing going against you. Yeah. And uh, and what is that one thing? Mainly my height, honestly. My height and just the way people view, you know. People don't like to see other people succeed as much as they should, so yeah. I feel like that's a big thing in our society too. So we're going to talk about that um, overcoming maybe just obstacles. You know, you can you can look at obstacles as um, just frustrating things that either slow you down or stop you. I mm-hmm. mean, and that's that's your choice. You can you can stop and quit, or you can push through. And and so that's kind of your story. So exactly, we'll talk about yeah. that. So Zach, tell us who you are, kind of what you're doing, kind of your background, your family, and, and um, where you're at right now in life. Yeah. So um, originally we're not from Ohio. We moved here um, about when I was in fifth grade. And, you know, I've always been a big sports guy my whole life, you know, bouncing from football to basketball to baseball. I did those sports for a long time. But it all boiled down to one time, one year, my seventh grade year, I didn't play basketball. I didn't um, participate in the school sport. And then eighth grade, I was like, you know what? I think basketball is my sport. It, that summer, I just, I had gone outside a lot and played with my older brother. And I was like, this is something I really want to get better at and play. So that's kind of how that all happened. I stopped playing really any other sports. Um, I ran track and cross country still. But it, nothing was the same. I, it, you could, even my um, cross country coach, he could tell. He's like, "Man, you put so much into basketball. If you would do that for cross country, you would be so so much better at that too." But <laughs> it just wasn't the same. So yeah, basketball. It, it just became a huge passion of mine, and it's just something I love doing every day. Honestly, yeah. yeah. And. Your age right now. Tell us what your age is and what you're doing right now. Yeah, so I'm 19 right now. I'm going um, to Grace College in Indiana. I'm studying exercise science and sports management and also playing basketball there. I, I'm getting the opportunity to play for a great program and great coaches. Um, so I'm very thankful for that, too. Yeah. Yeah. And to say the least, that was not handed to you. No. And that's what we're going to talk yeah. about here. So um, there are a lot of... Uh, there are a lot of listeners right now who either have kids or maybe they are in your situation where they're in high school or middle school and they're experiencing some of the same things. Maybe it's not height. Maybe mm-hmm. it's maybe it's who knows. It could be anything that they're up against. And, mm-hmm. and that can be really frustrating. Um, I know that firsthand through my kids and through other kids. I mean, it, it's so common, especially when you're in bigger schools. Mm-hmm. And so uh, let's let's go back. Let's let's move back about what uh, six or seven years, and mm-hmm. and let's talk about um, when you really got a hold of that basketball passion. Mm-hmm. You weren't at the age right now where you were 
fully grown by any means. No. So so what was that like at the time? Let's say you said seventh grade, you started eighth grade. out. Eighth yeah, grade. eighth grade. That's yeah. right. You missed seventh grade. So eighth grade, you decided basketball's my thing. Mm-hmm. What was that year like uh, at, at school? Um, honestly, that year was probably the biggest like eye-opener for me um, because you know obviously I hadn't played seventh grade year so the seventh grade team already had all their players and, yeah and so coming into eighth grade I'm the new kid I didn't play last year um it was just really eye-opening and seeing like okay if I want to get better I have to put the work in and I did and it was just the eighth grade season was a big you know I, I didn't play much I maybe the whole season I maybe got three minutes in total through all the games like I I would come off I, I'd play if we were down by a lot or we we're up by a lot and so after that season I was like I really I don't like that feeling like I, yeah. I want to play yeah. I want to I want to produce I want to be something and so that kind of really set the fire for me because after the season I was like all right I sat down. And I was like, you know what? I want to play college basketball. Like everybody's looking at me, like, oh, you're the bench player for the eighth grade team that didn't even play. And I was like, I, I want to prove all of them wrong that I, I'm, I have the desire to do this. So that was kind of the year where I was like, I'm gonna put the work in. I'm gonna do whatever it takes, no matter what, to yeah. really m- accomplish my goals. So you've just made up your mind that basketball is your thing. Mm-hmm. You go into the eighth grade and you play a few minutes for the yeah. whole season. Now, was that at all discouraging to go? This is what I'm. This is where I'm going to put my time and my mm-hmm. effort. And then all of a sudden, reality kind of hits you, yeah. and it's like, is this really what I want? I mean, what was going through your mind through that whole season when? Your teammates are out there playing, mm-hmm. and you've got this passion and this decision you've made. And it's it's not happening. Mm-hmm. I mean, you said at the end of the season that just kind of put more fire under mm-hmm. you and got you de- more determined. But what were what was going through your head? It wasn't it wasn't all like oh this is okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it couldn't have been. It um, was not all like good. Um, even like I, I give a lot of credit to my parents for helping me like stick with it and you know giving me strength because it wasn't easy for them obviously either sure i would come home i'd be upset after every game you know like man i i don't know what i'm doing wrong like i'm giving my all but it doesn't matter and it was a tough season you know because i was like maybe this isn't for me maybe it is should i keep going for this but at the end of the day me and my parents were like you know, obviously I have a passion for this. I can't just let someone else's um someone else's control or decisions ruin my fun and my passion. So that it, it was it was a tough year, but yeah. Ultimately, I was like, you know what? This is driving me more. Now, once I got out of the season, I was like, okay, I'm ready to put in the work. I'm ready to show them next year when I get into high school that I'm going to keep getting better, and they need to play me. That's basically what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. And really, that's the decision that we, we just kind of alluded to at the beginning was mm-hmm. um, it's either going to make you or break you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that doesn't mean it's always going to be successful, but it really is your mindset. Is this really my passion? Is this really what, uh, you know, in our situation, is this really what God's called me to do mm-hmm. for the moment? And if so, 
why is it so hard? Exactly. You know, and and uh, so you had to have those thoughts going through your head, mm-hmm. even after you made up your mind that, hey, that was not what I intended, mm-hmm. but I can fix that. There mm-hmm. are things that I can look at over the season, and I can fix. Mm-hmm. Um, so you had you had the whole spring, the whole summer, mm-hmm. and the whole fall to get ready for the big step yeah, the, uh, in, into your freshman year. Yeah. You're in high school now. Talk about that season. Um, the freshman season, it was kind of like, you know, I just got off my first year back playing organized basketball in eighth grade. You know, I, I got all these things I had to work on for that summer. And getting back into my freshman season, it was kind of a weird one. Um, I did get more time now. I did, you know, start to see me um, playing more. Not Still not as much as I wanted. Sure. You know, still not as much as I thought maybe I should be. But at the end of the day, like, I was improving. So that's all I was really concerned with. I was like, all right, they're starting to see a little bit, you know. I, I'm getting better. That That's fine with me. Um, and that, that season was a really – it was more an encouraging season than one that really um, – brought me down like maybe eighth grade season or my other seasons that we'll talk about yeah so uh, that was the season where i was like all right they're seeing now like he's improving and so that was a really pretty decent season for me sophomore season is really the one that that determined everything for me honestly yeah so uh freshman year you weren't starting no i was not starting freshman year i was um maybe you're typical like eighth seventh man yeah off the bench maybe you know there was game there was a game i think i started i i can't clearly remember which one it was but i think i did start one and that was actually the year um that i had taped a i i drew out my trainer um kevin noreen he um lives down the road from me that after eighth grade season he started training me and that was someone that really invested time into me and he's made me the player who I am today. And so we sat down and talked about goals. And then I was in my room. I was like, I really want to, like, I want to write my goals down and have them so I can see them every night, you know, look at them and keep myself reminded, all right, even if this day was bad, these are the goals I'm working towards. So I yeah. I printed out a paper and I um typed on them the goals that i had for my high school career um it had on there like i remember somewhere um start your first freshman game um work 10 minutes a game for jv um eventually it was on there let's start a varsity game all those type of things I, i taped it onto my ceiling and i had it there every night um my whole high school career was up there um people would come over and we're in my room and like why do you have that up there i was like honestly it's a long story (laughs) but it was it's something that i think a lot of people should do if they really are serious about goals is it's it's proven if you write something down you're gonna be more motivated to do it so that's something i did and i you know i cross off some of those goals get more minutes um start your first freshman game i started a freshman game so it's like all those goals i made sure they were very accomplishable not something so out there and it was like baby steps to get to my big goal of play college basketball yeah and i think that's really important to understand is that you know walking in to your first 
official year as an eighth grader mm-hmm. and expecting to start mm-hmm. when when like you said the seventh grade team they've established themselves and and all of a sudden you know you're setting goals that are just way beyond reach mm-hmm. just because of practicality mm-hmm. um that's important first of all i believe in setting those goals and and putting them in front of you mm-hmm. so that you can see that's a daily reminder like you said whether it's a really good day or a really bad day those goals are always in front of you mm-hmm. and and it's kind of like you know every single day this is what i'm striving for um yeah to have the goals and to have them be realistic and attainable i think is really important so uh you've already talked about yourself more yeah you being a turning point it really was a big like turning point for whether i was going to stop or keep going with everything i wanted to do so yeah. going after my freshman season you know i talked with the coaches i was like all right give me like a couple things that you need me to work on for next year so i can earn more time i could be a better player for the program and so they gave me a list of things that they wanted me to do um i spent all summer you know doing that you know early morning workouts to late night ones i put it all in and then sophomore season comes around and it was it started off pretty all right with um preseason conditioning and stuff um it, it looked pretty good for a while and then see two weeks in the regular season go by and I'm not playing as much as I was anymore um you know uh it just didn't seem like the coaches were paying much attention to me anymore so now you're on the JV team yes JV now yeah Yeah. and so the coaches aren't really paying attention to me and I, I just felt like what am I doing wrong like they gave me all these goals to do and I I did them and then they said that I was oh you look you look so much different than last year and then all of a sudden everything just stopped yeah with them and that was something I really like that broke me a lot because then I would try to talk to them about it and they would never want to talk to me hmm. they'd make up excuses um and it just felt like I wasn't really wanted on the team and that was something where I was like oh man is is this really for me like there's now freshmen they they would bring freshmen up and start playing them over me now when they said the only reason I wasn't getting time was because of upperclassmen. And so then they're bringing freshmen up and start playing the freshmen over me. And I was like, man, is there something I'm doing wrong here? Or And, and you had just put in, if you would have logged your hours, oh. you've, you've got probably hundreds of hours oh, yeah. from that point throughout the summer. Exactly. And so you've invested in this. Yeah, there is, um, me and, like I said to my trainer, kevin um earlier we we would get up at like some mornings five in the morning have a five thirty six a.m workout then i'd come home um i'd take a nap really quick probably a couple hour nap i'd wake up eat lunch then go back to the gym and have another workout I, at least two workouts a day that that summer that was probably the summer where i really like everything i did was basketball yeah and because I really wanted to get better at it. I knew and I knew that if I wanted to get better, I had to walk the walk. I can't just right. say I want to get better and not put in the time and effort to be better. Yeah. So, yeah. So you've invested lots of time, lots of hours. Mm-hmm. Um 
And you had to, I mean, every workout, you had to be going, okay, my goal is mm-hmm. my JV year. Mm-hmm. My, this I'm, next year. Yeah, my, my JV goal, the first one, I remember this one now, was just get 10 minutes a game on JV. Yeah. And that, that was my, one of my goals on my paper is get 10 minutes, you know. And then I was, I think I had on there like by either end of sophomore or junior year, maybe work up to starting a game on yeah. JV. Yeah. And so that was one of my goals, get 10 minutes a game. And so that's all summer, you know, me and Kevin will always be like, all right, 10 minutes a game. We're working towards that. And so that that's that was my mentality all summer. And then when we got to the season and everything just came crashing down and it just felt like that. I, I there was plenty of nights where I, I sat in my room and I was like, do I really want like, do I really want to give everything to these people and then not even get a chance and I really wasn't getting a chance it was like already predetermined to them that I was not good enough and that's something that I, a lot of people deal with I feel like is feeling like they put all this time and effort into something and then they don't even get a chance to show their worth and that was something where I was like I sat down I was like do I really want to keep going with this and at the end of the day, I was like, my love for this game is more than their, what they're saying. Like, I, yeah. I want to keep doing this for me. I don't want to do this for them. And so that's where I thought, I just need to keep going. Even though nothing's going my way, you know, keep trying, keep being a good teammate, you know, just keep pushing through it, even though I, it was hard. It was really hard. Yeah, probably the hardest. Even like not only basketball, but outside of basketball, then everything it was just like, it was the hardest year uh, probably in my life so far. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I think we can all relate to that, whether it's a sport or anything. Mm-hmm. When when you feel, especially like that, God has placed this within you, mm-hmm. and all you're being met with are slam doors you know, broken opportunities, mm-hmm. it can really uh, frustrate you. I think that's a part of why so many are, are depressed, mm-hmm. you know, in, in this time in our lives, uh, so many struggling with depression, is because I think a lot of dreams are shattered. And I think a lot of times maybe God has called you to do this, God's put this passion within you, and when that's not as easy as we think or in the timing that we think mm-hmm. we can give up we exactly. can we can sit in our room and say you know i've i've done all that i can and i'm still at square one mm-hmm. and i think that's where uh the make or break happens mm-hmm. and so end of your sophomore year mm-hmm. your first year of jv basketball mm-hmm. you've got a decision to make yeah um that whole year, kind of towards the end, me and my parents had been talking to each other. I was like, man, I don't want to stop playing basketball, but I don't see the coaches ever giving me a chance here. Like, there comes to a point where there's you can't change someone's mind no matter sure. what you do. And maybe that then that situation is not good for you and you need to try to go somewhere else. And so me and my parents all year were talking about looking at transferring schools Mm -hmm. um and so we got the end of the season and me and my dad were like all right 
if I'm really serious about this basketball, I really want to try to play college. I really want to keep doing this. I'm not going to be able to do it here. Yeah. And so we decided to transfer uh, high schools to Corey Rawson High School. Mm-hmm. And that was probably, you know, the best decision of my life that I could have made at that time. Um, I was met with like a lot of opposition for for transferring to Corey Rawson. A lot of people were like, oh, why are you doing that? Like, sure. oh, you're not yeah. you're not good enough to play here. What makes you think you're going to be good enough to play there? It's stuff like that. Um, it, that was tough dealing with a lot of people talking about me now, and you know. Um, but at that point, I had kind of just decided I don't care what people say about me. I kind of I'm doing what I like and what I love, and if they have a problem with that i guess that's something they need to figure out then yeah no they shouldn't be so worried about me and that goes for anybody like i say do what you love no yeah. matter what people say that was that was a big year for me of people talking about me and you know saying all these things about me and i was just like i don't care i'm doing what i like you know so cory ross junior year um it was actually a really great year i had to sit out though 12 games because of uh, high school transfer rules. Um, right. So I played the first half of the season and then missed the second half. And it was a really good year. Um, considering I I wasn't getting a lot of time at LB, and I come back, I come to Corey Rawson, and I'm getting all this experience now. And so I, I use that as a big building year. And um, I still had my – I played a lot of travel ball outside of um, regular season. You had AAU season. And um, – that was a big thing for me too. I think that's probably one of the the bigger what really made who I was was playing travel ball because I had some really great um, just mentors in travel ball that taught me a lot at like just how to play basketball because I wasn't getting that at my old school. People weren't teaching me. I was I was doing everything on my own outside of bas outside of the regular seasons and stuff. Yeah. So. Um, Junior year, a club and regular season were really good. Senior year was another tough year, though. Yeah. So at this point, I mean, you've done all you can. I've done all everything I, I could have thought of. You, you know, you can't sit back and mm-hmm. go, "I'm I'm going to point my finger at them mm-hmm. or this place or that." Mm-hmm. I've done everything I can mm-hmm. to pursue my passion. Exactly. And you had a you had a great year yeah and, and it's got to be better your senior year mm-hmm. it so end of my club season is when i i finally started to getting like college looks you know looks from um d- division three colleges um nai colleges i started getting contacted by coaches i was like this is finally paying off like i'm finally seeing something for everything i've gone through finally getting the recognition that I that I wanted and I, and I, I will jump in here mm-hmm. because we we're, were originally talking about also your height yes and yes so so what what's happening there I like, mean what what what's your height right now I'm you see short people always always round up their height because they don't like people to know their actual <laughs> especially height. in the programs <laughs> yeah. right <laughs> yeah you know everyone in regular season people will be like oh he's He's five five. No, he's he's um, five eight. That's that they put that on the roster. I, I think one year, like my sophomore year, I was 
maybe five two. They put me on the roster for like five six. Yeah. And so um I'm five four. Five four. Yeah, I rounded up to about five four or five. I yeah. like to say five five sometimes, but <laughs> at this point, like, I I don't get why people like to see how actually short you are. Like, yeah, I'm short. What does it matter how short I? <laughs> yeah. But my point. So the hope of yeah, uh, no, the hopes yeah. of overcoming that the height uh, height issue because basketball is a big like it, it is it's, it's a tall person's sport. People, so you're struggling with that, and you're going, mm-hmm. okay, while I'm working hard, mm-hmm. hopefully that issue will resolve itself. Yeah, exactly. But it, but it didn't. So you're in your senior year. Mm-hmm. You still have the height disadvantage mm-hmm. for basketball. Exactly. And, and then, so what? what's the season look like then from there? Senior year was a curveball. Um, I go into it. We, uh, we got a new coach for my junior year because my junior year coach at Corey had resigned. And so we got a whole new coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, man, I've had a new coach basically every year in my high school career. Yeah. I haven't had, you know, someone that's been looking at me and like developing me and uh, stuff like that. I haven't had that. So I was like, you know what? I guess this is only fair that I get a new coach again. Yeah. So um, it started off really rocky. I'm not going to lie. Really. Um, just like at the point where I was like, man, why does this keep happening? Yeah. Why can't I just get one good year, like a whole season, one good one? And so uh, some conflict, um, again, with coaching and, you know, my height too. People were looking at that still. And I, at that point I was like, man, I, you know I can play basketball. Just let me play then. Like it doesn't matter about my height. I've shown, yeah. I've shown time and time again that even though I'm shorter than a lot of people, I use that as a chip on my shoulder and I, I just go at everybody then, you know, Oh, I'm short. Well, see if you can stop me then. That's kind of how I thought. And what uh, position are you playing? A uh, point guard, uh shooting guard, kind of the one or two yeah. most of the time. And so season's going on, but then um, my first practice, a regular season practice, I hurt my knee. Um, I, I came down on a rebound and my knee just popped out and then popped back in and I had uh, I almost like tore my um, MCL and stuff mm. like that and my patella tendon was really uh, strained and that was at that moment I was like wow I really can't catch a break I was out for I want to say a good six weeks good wow. seven six to seven weeks probably um arguably the most important season yeah for you. senior season that that like i that's the one where you work towards all high school all right yeah. senior season's here time to have a good one yeah but then i get hit with the injury right away and i'm sitting out and i was like man this sucks but it's not something i'm not used to at this point i've been hit with so many curveballs throughout my whole high school career it's i can deal with this even though it sucks yeah so coming back from the injury, I was still pretty hurt. Um, I tried to play through it a lot, though, because um, I didn't want to miss my whole senior year. Sure. That's something where I was I was like, man, if I can at least get out there a little bit, I like that's all that matters. But I tried coming back. Um, it was it was really tough because I wasn't seeing eye to eye with coaching again. Um, not a lot of stuff was it's not a lot of things were fair, I think. And 
I don't want to say that sounding cocky because, you know, that stuff happens. And I was like, you know what? I, I know who I am as a person now and who I am as a basketball player. If stuff's not going my way, it's fine. I, you know, I know who I am. I don't need to find value in what other people yeah. like coaches or, or outside of that think of me. So, and then there's a point where my coach was like, I need to see you play in game more with your knee because he wanted to see how I was doing. And he asked me to play JV on as a senior. And that was something that was really tough for me. I was like, I've shown you in practice I'm fine. Like, I don't, I don't need to go down to JV as a senior in high school. And at this point, I've already gotten, a, like, a couple offers from colleges to play for them. And I was like, how's that going to look? Like, I'm yeah. playing JV now. Like, that's not something I want to do. I, I'm taking a big step back from where I've been. And that was something that was really tough for me to wrap my mind around, like, I felt defeated again. I was like, man, is, is, am I just not, if, am I always going to be put back one step? That's kind of my think, what I was thinking. And I ended up doing uh, that, playing JV for about two to three games. Um, it was tough. I, I think it's, I, now looking back at it, I think it was more of a pride thing, you know, thinking about, wow, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be playing on JV. I'm a, I'm a senior. But I'm kind of grateful for that experience because um, it really put me in my place. And I was like, you know what? It just showed me a lot of who I am and how much strength it takes to go through adversity. Because it's really tough when you have people. I remember I was playing against Macomb. Uh, and this was like the first JV game that I I had to play to help with my knee. And there was a kid in the game. Um, it was after a foul and I was standing at the three-point line while we were shooting free throws. And he's like, man, imagine being a senior playing JV. Mm. And I was like, <laughs> I just laughed. Cause he, and he was like, what? I was like, yeah, it doesn't matter, man. <laughs> like, wow. I was like, you know, if that's really how you feel, like, you don't know who I am as a person. Like, you don't know why, what's happening. Like, that's fine. And you know that's the thing too is is you faced a lot of adversity up to this point. Yeah. And you know like you said looking back you're grateful for it. Mm-hmm. Man it, it is humbling though mm-hmm. when you've got to say this doesn't happen a lot mm-hmm. but it's happening to me and I'm mm-hmm. supposed to be going the other way. Mm-hmm. But but to continue and and this is a big word for you is persevere mm-hmm. to continue to say I'm here. I'm going to make the best of it. Exactly. Really is I mean that says a lot about you and yeah. um and then so yeah so that was that was a, a learning experience it's something really you're was. grateful for now. yeah i really am and um i actually have a tattoo now on my arm that has to do with perseverance romans 5 3 through 5 and it talks about you know strength and and perseverance make you who you are really yeah and so i have that to remind me every all the time now you know if something bad's happening or it's always all right persevere i i'm used to this just persevere. It'll, it'll work out in the end, maybe not the way I think it, it's going to, but at the end of the day, what's supposed to happen is going to happen. Yeah. And so after playing those couple JV games, you know, I'm finally back on. I was I was still playing varsity at the same time the JV games. You know, I was still right. playing. Um, but now I'm not playing JV anymore. I'm back. You know, on varsity doing my thing, and it it was really up and down. You know, I would um. 
play a lot, not play. I start and then I wouldn't play at all. And it was just really weird season. And it was it was a struggle. It really was. But yeah. at the end of the day, I was like, I know because at that time I had already um, committed to play basketball at Grace College. Mm-hmm. And so I knew I was still playing college after uh, playing basketball after this. So I was like, you know, I'm fine with this. You know, I I completed my goal at the end of the day. It probably wasn't the way everybody thought it would be. You know, when you look at someone who plays in college, you you always think, oh, they're probably a thousand point scorer. You know, they're probably six foot. Um, they're probably all this, you know, play on a really high ranking team. But I wasn't any of that, you know. I was, I if you look at it, I was a bench player freshman year, bench player sophomore year, bench player, you know, I transferred to Corey. I, I started on JV, but a JV player my junior year. And then coming into senior year, I got hurt. And then I was a bench player. And pe- people don't think, oh, he's playing in college now. Now, I, I've probably had the most in inconvenient way of getting to college basketball i think there is honestly because you don't think that a bench you you would think oh he's playing in college he probably started varsity all four years yeah but um people don't realize that your perseverance and strength and if you set your mind to something you can go as far as you want to absolutely and that's that's probably my big thing like I set my mind to something, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And so senior year's over. Um it was a tough one, but again, I I looking back on it, I really am thankful for that too. I'm thankful for all my years of high school basketball, even though maybe at the time I wasn't, you know, maybe at the time I was really sad, really mad yeah. about things, but yeah. I'm really thankful for high school in general for making me who I am today because I would not be the person I am if I wasn't for all those setbacks, all those bumps in the road. I, I would not be who I am today. And I I like who I am today, you know. I, I like the person I am. I would venture to say, too, if you had uh, started your eighth grade year, your freshman year, mm-hmm. your sophomore year, your junior year, and your senior year, you, you probably – would not have put in maybe half yeah of the effort that you did really i probably wouldn't have honestly yeah because that's because then you feel like you have you know oh i'm already starting i don't need to work any harder than i already am that's right and a lot of people don't a lot that's where kids get messed up these days i feel like they get they like they get comfortable in their spot they get comfortable in where they are at the time. I know plenty of kids, uh, even my eighth grade team, that they were the they were the star on the team at that time. They didn't even play in high school. Yeah. And kids nowadays get so wrapped up in starting and playing a lot and thinking that's what makes who you are. And it doesn't because you don't know what's ha- going to happen in the future. You don't know what, what people are going to do. I, Looking back on it, my dad showed me a picture not that long ago. It was a picture of my freshman year team. I'm the only kid out of my freshman year team that still plays basketball. Yeah. And that's like that's like mind-blowing to me because at that time, 
I was a, I was the eighth man on the team. Yeah, I think that's a good um, that's a good analogy for adults mm-hmm. because adults maybe maybe looks a little more mature the way we handle it. But mm-hmm. I think I think adults get stuck too, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of times we don't maybe believe in ourselves, maybe mm-hmm. believe in what God's called us to do yeah. enough to persevere. Exactly. So I think your story uh, certainly is geared toward. Any anyone in middle school through high school mm-hmm. right now, but I also think it speaks to the parents of those children, mm-hmm. and even beyond that, I think this is a message for for anyone. Yeah, uh, because we all struggle, we all face things that we can either persevere or we can quit, mm-hmm. we can give up, and I think that uh, I, I can't help but think about as you're talking about these things, movies that are flashing through my mind, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think of Rudy and, yeah. and how foolish he looked, you know, going out on the field up against these huge guys. Uh, but his passion was bigger than his stature. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's exactly what makes the person, uh, you know, it was for a season and mm-hmm. really it's what happens past that. Yeah, exactly. Who you really are, the character uh, that matters. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, you said you look back and you're grateful for all the yeah, all the struggles I, you had, and and uh, it's really what makes you what makes your character exactly. Because if none of those things would have happened to me, I would not know maybe half the people I know in my life right now. Yeah, and I can't imagine not knowing them. Like transferring to Corey, I, if I didn't transfer to Corey, I wouldn't be best friends with some of the people I am right now. And um, you know, after a lot of people reached out to me when I was um going through all these things um and they start i started getting people believing in me um i like a lot of coaches like coach ernst for from uf he was a big help to me you know they always uh looked looked after me i would be at all their basketball camps um they talked to me you know asked me how i was doing and then some of the players for uf um like martise kinbro he was a big help for me too he um he took me under his wing kind of started training me a lot you know and helping me with that and i i wouldn't know any of them i don't think maybe not nearly as well as sure. i do today if it wasn't for everything i got went through and that's that's something i think god has a weird way of doing things you know a weird way of doing things and it took me a while to realize that that i got to where i wanted to be just not the way I thought I, I was going to, but God did that because I needed to reach some people. I needed to I needed to meet people. I needed to do all this, and I'm thankful for that. Yeah. It took me a while because my faith wasn't really as strong in high school. I think as it as it should have been. I was going through a lot, and I I started blaming maybe him for a lot of stuff, and that's not something I should have been doing, but I was. I feel like everybody goes through those patches in their life, and even up to now, you know, I still had my doubts, but now I feel after, you know, being home for a little bit, I've really changed a lot, I think. And it's really helped in changing my view on things. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that's wise, um, that our ways are so much different than God's Mm -hmm. ways. And, um, and we we just have to trust him. Mm -hmm. We just have to trust that we certainly aren't, are not called as believers to an easy path. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and honestly, I, I can look back on my life and see that it was those times when you struggle 
that you learn the most. Mm. So to be able to look back on that at 19 and say, I'm, I'm grateful for those things mm. is, is a pretty big thing. And, yeah. um, Zach, we're going to wrap up here, but I want to ask you, um, what advice do you have for the kid that's out there going, man, I just want to give up. I want to quit, you know, and, and maybe that's what they're called to do. Mm. Maybe, maybe they're not supposed to be doing what they're doing, mm. whether it's a sport, whether it's something else, but what advice do you have to them? And, and even to the parents that are listening that are, you know, it's, it's tough for mm. parents too. Like you said, your parents mm-hmm. uh, didn't have an easy road with that. It's not fun yeah. to watch your your son or your daughter struggle. Mm-hmm. What advice do you have for them? Honestly, uh, for any of the kids out there, any anybody that really has a has a goal or dream that they want to accomplish, it's, I would just tell them just no matter what happens, just stick with it. You know, if it's something you really, if you can find in your heart and you're like, man, this is something I can't live without. Yeah. It, and if if nothing's going your way for that thing right now, but you can't live without it, then that's a sign you need to just keep going no matter what. It's going to be tough. It, it really is. It's going to be so hard. You, you're going to want to give up, but you just you just got to keep going. That, that's what I did. You just got to keep going. No matter how hard it is, if you don't feel like it anymore, you just do it for yourself because I, I, I came to the realization where I was like, you know what? I only get one shot at this. You know, I don't want to look back when I'm in my 40s or later on and be like, why didn't I at least give it a try? Yeah. Why didn't I at least try to do it? And you can try to do it, and if you miss, you might end up at some some other place you, you're supposed to be at. You know, oh, you think you're going to be great at football? Oh, nothing happened, but now you're here at this position in your life, and that experience in football helped you with, you know. So I, I feel like anybody that's out there, they just need to keep going. And then for parents, just support support your kids no matter what. You know, my parents were great at it. They they really told me, they're like, listen, if this is what you want to do, we'll do everything we can to help you. You know, they, they, you know, paid for my club seasons, my travel seasons. They paid, you know, they, they took me out of a whole school I was in for... I moved there for fifth grade up until sophomore year, and they were okay with me leaving wow. for basketball and stuff like that. I'm so thankful for my parents. Um, you just got to support no matter what. You know, if it's a tough day, you just got to be there. Yeah. Just no matter what. And if the time comes where something needs to change, just support them in that too. Yeah. You know, whatever's best for the for the goal, I would say just support. Support is all you need. That's all I wanted when I was going through all this was just support. And I found that in my parents. So I'm grateful for that. Amen. Well, let's give a little plug to uh, your your college. Yeah. (laughs) Um, You are going to Grace College. Yep. Which is uh, in? Warsaw, Indiana. Warsaw, Indiana. Yep. It's uh, Grace College and Seminary. It's a really great school. I'm, I'm so thankful for the opportunity to be there. And continue to play basketball. You know the coaches there, um, Coach Halstead, Coach Moore, Coach Widener. They're all great. I love them all. Um, and Coach Bowen, he he doesn't coach at Grace anymore, but he was one of the coaches that helped get me there. Yeah. I'm and I'm just grateful for the opportunity to be there. And you know I ha- I've met so many great friends just being there too. It's been a really great experience, and I'm thankful for it. Yeah. 
Zach, we wish you luck, uh, not only in basketball, but uh, in your college career. And uh, what's what's after college for you? Do you have any idea? Um, right now, I'm working towards, I actually want to be a um, basketball skill trainer. That's something I, I, I really feel in my heart that I'm called to do. Um, because in that, I can help kids, you know, if that might have been in the position I was in and get them to where they want to be and that's something I've, I've always loved doing it's just the the sport of training yeah um it, I've already started doing it with some people you know helping them and I just really love doing it and I've already got a, a couple internships uh, opportunities this summer that I might be able to do but that's just my goal right now I want to you know help kids I want to train people you know get them to where they want to be so. yeah that's awesome. You know, whether you're eight or whether you're 80, God's got a purpose for you. Mm-hmm. Don't give up. You know, the word for the day, I guess, is perseverance. Yep. Zach, we wish you the best in, in everything that you've got for, for basketball, um, for your college career, and then even beyond that. Uh, I know God's got great things for you. You've learned a lot. You've got a lot of stories and mm-hmm. a lot of inspiration to pass along to others. So mm-hmm. uh, we, we thank you for being here. Yep. Thank you. Well, Zach's story is something most teen athletes can relate to, but you know, the theme of perseverance is for everyone. We've all been in those situations where we are frustrated and just want to give up or quit. Behind the Mic Conversations of Hope actually began in part as a means of encouragement because let's face it, we all struggle with something. I'm a firm believer that God has a purpose for each and every one of us. The question is, Are we seeking His purpose, or are we satisfied searching elsewhere? If you would like us to pray for you, we would be honored to do so. Shoot us an email at mike at behindthemike.net. We have a team of people who want to stand with you in prayer. You can also email us and let us know what you think about the podcast. We would love to hear from you. Well, next week, we are going to hear from pastor and author Dean and Sarah. This is a really special episode because Dean will be talking to us about cultural Christianity. This is the focus of his book, The Unsaved Christian, and I think anyone who calls himself a Christian needs to read this book. I've invited my pastor, Blair Hayward, to also join us, and I'll tell you, this is going to be a don't-miss episode. I really believe this show will open your eyes to, as Dean calls it, a huge mission field in desperate need of laborers. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. We would also greatly appreciate it if you would rate and review the show too. Hey, thanks again for joining us. And remember, if your life is grounded in Jesus, even in the darkest times, there is hope.